everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. Go check out those awesome friends of the show. Did break Did... seem longer this week to you guys? No, not really. Pro- a smidge. Promos felt like they went on a little while. Yeah. I can't Weird. put my finger on it. Something, Something's off there. Well, anyway. So now comes the part of the show where we talk about news. And, and stuff. That's the first segue that I've ever done like that. So that's weird. Welcome to the news. <laughs> and oh, stuff. <laughs> and Fuck stuff. You. Fuck you and your strange brigade <laughs> announcer voice. <laughs> what happens next time on Gaming Casual Podcast? Oh, God. Find out. Fuck. If right now. If this was a serial show, every episode would have to end like that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude. If we if we did something like that, we could have it like, uh, doo, 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 doo. we're coming in from the console wars. <laughs> oh, God. That would be kind of funny. We'll set that up after the release. Anyway, so hmm. Ubisoft had their uh, little press conference, and they showed off yeah. some, some new stuff, which included... Something that so, we called the Prince of Persia remake. Ugh, finally. To be fair, I called that back when For Honor did the uh, Prince of Persia crossover thing. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. For Honor had, like, the prince as, un- as an unlockable character. I want to say that, that it... gives a shit about For Honor anymore. I want to say that you brought it up over the summer. But then yeah. again, like, this year is both lasted a day and infinity. I, I don't remember what month it is half the time. The only reason I know it's September is because I was born in this month. July the only and reason, August just kind of blended. I literally the only spent reason the entire I, summer indoors. The only reason I remember it's September is because you were born in this month. Oh, there we go. Do you so, yeah. remember? But yeah, I, so Ubisoft had their event, and, and there's some stuff that came up later, too, whenever Facebook did their event. Um... Uh, uh, like a week later, but like for Ubisoft's event itself, it felt like there was only like three things, period. Well, there was only three things. Admittedly, there was only three things that I gave a shit about. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, you think there'd be more from such a big publisher. Well, think think about the games we haven't seen. So, so the major games they showed off were... Immortals Phoenix Ride Rising, formerly known as Gods and Monsters. Otherwise which hilariously known as Legend of Zelda Ubisoft edition or Greek Pantheon. Greek edition. edition. Yeah. I'd which... call it Ubisoft edition. I think of whenever they said that uh Sekiro wait, no. Uh Phantom Fish Mom. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whenever they said uh when Digital Foundry <laughs> said that that was like if a Sony studio took on an Ubisoft AAA open world game. Right. I feel like, I feel like Immortals Phoenix, because it's better than what they do, but it's in the same vein. Um, But it's in the same vein, but on a whole nother level. I feel that this is if Ubisoft did attempt Breath of the Wild. Not Zelda, but specifically Breath of the Wild. Which, don't get me wrong, the game still looks dope. Like, I'm still going to get it, and yeah, I'm still going to no, play it. Yeah, no, it looks great. It looks really good. Yeah. I was shocked, because I didn't care when it was Gods and Monsters. I'm going to be honest, that was one of the only things from the event that I cared about. That and Prince of Persia. 
I'll yeah, tell you how much. It makes me sad I missed out on the chance to play it early. Oh, yeah, on right. Stadia. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, I'll tell you how much nobody cares about Immortals Phoenix Rising or Gods and Monsters. Is there's that whole kerfuffle where Stadia leaked the beta. Yeah. Early. I even have yep. a Stadia and I didn't, I didn't end up getting it. Let's be honest. When's the last time you used your Stadia? Uh, yeah, but still, I mean, that shit was up for like a week. March. March? So before that. Okay. So, <laughs> I think so you had it at launch. A bit. No, I don't think it was launch. It was definitely after launch. But, yeah. We got some more gameplay for Watch Dogs Legions, and I cannot stress this enough, Ubisoft. The fuck are you doing bringing back Aiden Pierce? So, okay. So, Watch Dogs Legion, I just want to say, I, I, I keep flip-flopping on this game because... It's not what they promised when they unveiled it. That much is obvious. Of course it isn't. It was never going to be that. But it <laughs> looks really Molly good. Game? No, but huh. it's fucking yeah, marketed like one. But it does look really good. There's a lot of ways it can be good. But we already called all the ways that it can fail. And, like, for Watch Dogs 2... It seemed like they were starting to get their shit together until they decided to take it in this wild. Why Aiden Pierce? Why not Marcus, the, the dude that actually had a personality? The world's most no. awkward stepdad, Aiden no, Pierce. That, that's, that's literally what I, I was watching it with uh, our artist who did all of our podcast art, Chi. Because I brought her in because they also, un okay, there were three things I cared about. Because they unveiled the Scott Pilgrim game. So I called well, yeah. the return of the Scott Pilgrim game. Yeah, they're finally bringing it back to market. Yes. And we we kept watching after that. And when that when Aiden showed up on the screen, it's like, you know, you're going to be able to recruit him as one of the elite characters. <laughs> yeah. Basically one of the named characters. I was just like, no. No, fuck that. Fuck you. No. Why yeah. are you bringing back this ass hat? He Nobody was the tech demo. Liked him. People don't. People like him less than they like Altair. And Altair was literally a cardboard box with a face drawn on it for a personality. All the wallum. His personality was: I am assassin. I kill. I do not know why I'm here. I do not know what I. Or what? What is that meme? I, I don't, don't know, know who I am. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is I must kill. Yeah, that's basically Altair and Tachanka. Tachanka And Kang. Jason Bourne. And Jason Bourne. <laughs> We're going to hear his name say Altair. I mean, is that's that how it's pronounced. Altair. It's Altair. No. <laughs> not when anyone says it in the game. Yeah, everybody it's says Altair. it is Altair. Just like everybody calls the guy Aluahim, except for Altair, who calls him Alawalam. <laughs> Sounds like a bad Disney translation. <laughs> but yeah. I thought it was a a audio glitch the first time I heard it. <laughs> Just the welcome voice the, actor. Welcome to the Chinese adaptation of the American Disney movie Mulan. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Google translated into English. <laughs> <laughs> That was the voice actor just being bored, and the Ubisoft just didn't notice and ran with the audio. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah, no, they Scott Pilgrim's coming back to market. I I have nothing really to say about that other than thank Yay. God because that game was awesome. That yeah, you it know was what? I and broken, but it was awesome. I actually found out that you, maybe it's am I, am I being picked up? Yes. yes. Okay, because for me it froze, and now it's saying I'm not. But um, I ended up picking up the the demo. Uh, maybe it's because they're bringing it back, but I found out that by going through my past uh, purchase history on PlayStation 3, I can get the demo again. Even though it wasn't in store, yeah. And I re-downloaded it, and I realized, like, I remember being blown away. It's it's actually kind of sluggish. Oh, yeah. Like, but I'm happy it's coming back because, like, God, them animations, man. Well, the animations, the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like, the game was fun. It do- it didn't need to be like fast paced, hoo ha ha action. Well, it does, but if um, I mean, it does, but not. If the movie got what it deserved, if it was the blockbuster hit that it should have been, uh, that game would have blown up. To be fair, if the movie was what it should have been, it wouldn't have just been one movie. It would have at least been three, but. Not saying I don't like the movie, I'm just saying. But the only other thing Ubisoft revealed, really, like... Me neither. Like, I, I don't like him as an actor, he's just... Oh, okay. I what? realized that... So I was saying stuff about the movie and wondering why no one was responding. Hmm. Because <laughs> you went silent. Yep. Oh. Sorry. I'm assuming you said somewhere in the realm of when I didn't, when I lost connection, that you don't like Michael Sarah as an actor. Correct. Yeah. Fair I, enough. Like every movie I've seen Michael Sarah in, I don't know why, but he is so one-dimensional with every single one of his characters. It's it's very rarely Michael Sarah playing. A specific character it's just michael sarah is in a movie i think Hell, it, the, the best it, adaptation of him was probably in uh oh dear god what was that movie with him and seth rogan and james franco the where, end of the world one yeah that yeah. one you know where yeah. he's literally just playing so, michael sarah yeah you know who would have probably been a better pick this for is scott pilgrim uh no. what's his face that played lex luther the no. poor man's Michael Sarah. No, the uh, the guy who played um, in Kickass. Okay, that yeah, that would have been. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, I think I'm um, actually I'm pulling up the IMDb right now to make sure I'm thinking. He's also the poor man's Michael Sarah, or he was in Kickass. Yeah, but that was the but thing. But he's like... gone on to show that he can act. Yes. But see his, Avengers. His overall like feel. He he can pull off kind of the dejected loser. Yeah. Prop like proper. I, I don't know. When Michael Sarah tried to do it, it it never felt like he was the loser. No, it, it feels like Michael Sarah the whole time, I'll give you that. Uh I haven't watched enough of uh Arrested Development. I've only ever seen Michael Sarah in three things, and that was Super Bad, Scott Pilgrim, and This Is the End. Hmm. I have a hot take. Let's hear it. Super Bad is trash. 
I never saw it. I hate that movie. I love it. It's quotable. Never. It's quote. Yeah, that's about all it has going for it. As a like, I I don't even consider it like a fun like ha ha ride. I saw it once. I loved it. I it came out at a perfect time for me, and I think that uh, I think that it's a little problematic now, but that's how comedies go. Yeah, I mean, look at any of Adam Sandler's movies. I mean, look at the American Pie movies. Uh, fair, fair enough. That's why I don't but yeah. watch strict comedy. Can we, before we move on to the last thing Ubisoft showed off, can we all just agree uh, Scott was actually the villain? <laughs> sure, but that's a retrospect thing. I know. But, um... I just say uh, one One other little tangent I just want to have since uh, Control brought up Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, he gets a lot of flack for being wooden in uh godzilla 2014 and i know that we were all disappointed that it didn't turn out to be walter white versus godzilla like we thought it would and like the trailers (laughs) promised us (laughs) but his role as playing an army dude i feel like he fucking crushed it 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 is nothing like his kick-ass role and for people that i know who are active duty i i don't know like he filled the role he, properly. Yeah, he seemed like an army guy. Like, to me, it didn't seem like it was wooden. It seemed like he was internal. Yeah. I don't I, know. I had no problem with his performance. In, I I actually had no problems, problems with Godzilla 2014. That movie fucking ruled. I still haven't seen was, the sequel. I was a little disappointed you really didn't see Godzilla that much until the end. But when the they end. do... Oh yeah, when they do, it's like holy shit. That that's yeah. part of what made the uh, the more recent uh, Godzilla movie, King of the Monsters. That what made that movie so much like worlds worlds better is just the fact that it was like, do you want to see a Godzilla movie where Godzilla fights against a bunch of giant monsters? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to watch a movie a Godzilla movie where we don't really focus too much on character development? Because you want to see giant monster like, action? Fuck it. You wanted monsters yeah. fighting. Here's monsters fighting. Yeah. Like, and it was like, oh, thank you. You've you've given us the Godzilla movie. We've always wanted. You, you yeah. want to see all the old Godzilla characters who you love remastered in glorious 2019 I remember, HD? Yeah. I remember when that movie was in development. And they're like, who do you think they're going to have? It might be Mothra. It might be Rodan. It might be King Ghidorah. And the movie's like, yes. it's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's the movie's just like, so who's it gonna be? Yes. Uh, but anyway. I, I still need to see that. So me too. So that was our that was the gaming casual movie casual corner. <laughs> you know what we did? We did cover Immortals and Watchdogs. Can we talk Prince of Persia? We can, as soon as I mention the fucking other game. Uh oh, the the steep two game that the, <clears throat> oh. the the trailer was very much just like this is what kids think is cool for an action sports game, extreme sports battle royale. It's not even a battle royale. It's just an ex- it's just an extreme sports game. It's it's steep with mountain biking and shit added on. Well, I say battle royale because you know it's so many characters. I. Yeah, I know. I don't think I, I don't think we're allowed to say MMO anymore. <laughs> no, we're say we're still calling it an MMO. 
Battle Royale is a very specific thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, I mean, I have nothing, no problem with the action sports genre. It's just the trailer was very cringe. See, I, I didn't won't. find it. I didn't find it cringy, and I found some stuff that looked kind of cool. But it just overall, it's like when they unveiled that weird uh, roller skate ball oh, game. Oh, the roller derby game that was basically like you guys like Rocket League, right? Yeah. Well, here's roller derby Rocket League. It, it's about as exciting for me. I actually hear that game is pretty good. I mean, this this extreme sports game is probably really good. Probably. It's probably going to be microtransaction to hell, though. Duh. But now we can talk about Prince of Persia because, oh, it looks good. Uh, does it? I think so. You know, I had to see it actually Not? compared to San the original Sands of Time to realize what they updated about the graphics. Is it the textures? And the art style and everything. I, I'm so cross because on the one hand, I'm very happy for Ubisoft Mumbai. Like, they're getting acknowledged. They're getting to do a game. Because uh, they're usually like the workhorse that, you know, because nobody cares about what happens in India, they get to get all the crunch work for every other series. And like now they get to, they get to handle their own thing and like they're they're creative directors and the the people that they're bringing from you know france and stuff it's all really good and and gameplay wise it looks like it's going to be really good <clears throat> but graphically it looks like shit and it's so hard to see a game that but that looks so bad but like i am happy for the team and i i trust in them and i'm excited for them and I want them to do good because I want a new warrior within. But then also, the, it just it was so lackluster. It looked like a PS3 game. Yeah, when I'm looking at it, like now in in my head, I'm because th I'm thinking Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. The the changes that happened between those were astronomical. Like for yeah. the graphics, the gameplay, the UI, the setup, everything about it was reimagined. And yeah. I'm I'm looking at I'm on Ubisoft's site right now taking a gander at the Prince of Persia stuff and I can see what you mean. Like the environment it it looks like they took it's like okay, we have Prince of Persia. Here's the core of Prince of Persia. Make the graphics look fancier. And make some minor gameplay tweaks, like apparent, like apparently they're changing up the controls a little bit. But mm -hmm. outside of that, it doesn't look any different. Like you, you added some polygons. Cool. Yeah, it's they talk it up like it's a Final Fantasy VII to Final Fantasy VII remake style conversion, like like it's a ground up thing. But then whenever they show it, it reminds me of like. Amalur to Amalur uh, re-reckoning. Yeah. That, that's closer to what this kind of looks like. I won't deny, like, some of the screenshots of what the prince looks like is like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of detail on him. And the environment does look really nice. 
but yeah. it's not it's not world changing. No, and there are some scenes where they just be. there are just some scenes in the trailers and stuff where they're just like they just look like plastic. Like it looks like a PS3 game. So but and I'd say when, that's when the thing is I out? it's coming out in a couple months. I thought it wasn't coming out till next year. Bro, next year's a couple months away. January 21st. I mean, that's still four months away. They have time to polish things. Yeah. It, I, I realize this goes into the Halo argument Wait, again. You, it's like... you know what else is interesting about it, though, is they keep specifying this is the Anvil, next, uh, the Anvil engine that powered Assassin's Creed Origins. But they're running all their current games are running on the Anvil Next engine. Yeah, also, I mean, the game doesn't look anywhere near as good as Origins did. No. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't have to be realistic. I'm not that kind of guy. I didn't mind the art style change for the the Prince of Persia reboot. Um. I don't think it looked as much like an oil painting in motion as they thought. It just looked cell shaded. But um, so I, I don't mind having an art style. It's just that this art style seems to be PS3 era game. Slightly cartoonized. Yeah, but if the gameplay is good. Yeah, I would classify I'll, I'll this live. as a remaster over a remake. Yeah, even 100%. though they're putting the effort in to remake it. Oh God! Speaking of the somebody, so speaking of the Halo thing, I'm gonna put something in the Discord, and I want you guys to laugh at it because somebody took Craig the Brute from the Halo trailer and put him on the Prince. Oh boy, Prince Craig! Prince Craig! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I mean, they've got about the same texture quality, so... Yeah. yeah. You know. <laughs> that hand oh, doesn't look at Bourne's my face. <laughs> that's funny. But I, I am still excited for it, though. They should have turned the hand green to match. Yeah, like I said, I, I just, I have... I have mixed feelings. I yeah. understand. Yeah. It, I'm, just, I'm both I disappointed and good. excited. Yeah, yeah I, and I hope that it succeeds because, like I said, I want this to continue. I want the Prince of Persia franchise to come back. I I think everybody in this podcast wants the Prince of Persia series to come back. Yeah. We have all spoken quite highly of the Prince of Persia series. Um, all right. Do we want to? Do we want to talk about the no. pre-order for? No, just all right. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Uh, no, um, we need to talk about the the pre-order fiasco of Nvidia and PlayStation. Okay, before we before we get to the pre-orders of PlayStation, just so all our listeners are clear, uh, everything we predicted was right for the price. Also, Light had a prediction, and I feel like I need to acknowledge it just because. Oh, uh, yeah. This was last week. Yep. If y'all haven't caught on to the joke yet, this is a week later. Oh, yeah. 
I forgot we opened with and no. <laughs> Dear but, God. Uh, Light, would you like to share with everybody the thing you predicted from last week that came true? Yeah, so last week I was just saying that I swear I I thought that I heard somewhere and that I could be pulling it out of my ass, which apparently I was, uh, that there was a chance that IO Interactive might work on Freedom Fighters. Um, and apparently the new rumors going around are that IO Interactive is working on Freedom Fighters. So, Light predicted a thing, and the thing apparently came true. Yeah. Um, Freedom Fighters got a, a new Peggy rating from IO Interactive. Now, mind you, that might just be mean they're re-releasing it on, like, Steam or something. But and still... they just need to get the rating re reapproved. That means that, you know, there's at least some sort of interest in bringing it back. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's just one of those random games that you know i've always wanted to see get a sequel or something fun fact it's already on steam <laughs> neat and uh, so this week i just want to say that uh the entire internet saying it's psyops is coming back they're they're remaking it and there's going to be more psyops and 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 they've already approved the sequel so i swear I will eat my own shoe if they end up bringing back PSYOPs. He has been talking about this since day one of the fucking show. Since day zero. <laughs> or yeah, since episode zero, he's been talking about PSYOPs. If they bring back PSYOPs, I don't blame any of you for skipping the next, like, five episodes after that. Huh. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. Don't, don't, don't skip that. Yeah, but besides, maybe. it'll be worth it. And and but, the only thing I would warn is if they do ever announce, like, oh, hey, guys, we're redoing PsyOps, and then we're gonna try to, we're gonna try to make a sequel to it after after we remake the game. Uh, you know, kiss your loved ones. Like the world's over; it's ending. That's that's the sign of the apocalypse. Not the, nope, nope. We're not going there. I I actually have. Before we move on to the fiasco, I have a rumor thing that I kind of found today. Ooh. And Look Reddit. at you snooping. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I wasn't even snooping. So, uh, Monster Energy's doing the collaboration with Halo, right? Mm. Like, you buy the cases, you scan your receipt, you get points, you can redeem those for double XP when the game comes out. Monster sent me a survey on one of those emails and I took the survey it's like take this survey to get a player emblem in game and I assume well it's in game for infinite probably since this is all tied to Halo Infinite and at the end mm -hmm. of the survey I get a message that says thank you for participating your reward will ship to you in February 2021 I'm like that's an oddly specific month monster did you just confirm that Halo's coming out in February? And that is about where we kind of expected it to be delayed to. Yeah, like February, March, because there was no way they were going to delay it a year unless the game is absolutely unsalvageable. Yeah, and I, we don't think it is, and nope. we know that if it missed launch day, it would have to still be within launch window. 
So, fingers crossed that Halo Infinite's coming out in February. And launch window, by the way, is the first four months. So I know. Uh, for our listeners, I know you know. Oh, fair. Yeah, I don't come God. to this podcast to fill you in with info. Uh, <laughs> that's and yet you still do every time. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk pre-order fiascos. So we'll go Nvidia first. Nvidia first. So Nvidia launched their wait, specifically. Wait, which part of their issue with the Nvidia launch? I ooh, do we do we want to talk I... about the Amazon fiasco? nvidia's poor uh notification fiasco i saw something about the 3090 so the 3090 didn't drop that that's the thing that 3090 is not dropping till next week i think yeah but so i never for some reason my phone shoves headlines into my face like google's like hey you want this one hey didn't you read like this exact same article from a different outlet well here it is again and for for the dumbest stuff, and yet for this one, it gave it to me once, and I could never find it. I even went searching for it and couldn't find it. I saw a thing. You know how they've been handing out review, uh, uh copies, review cards, review cards. cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw a thing about like the thirty ninety being like bad, like broken somehow. I mean, maybe I I haven't seen anything on it. I mean, like I, I don't said, think I there would be many it. systems that would uh, fully utilize its capabilities. No, yeah, but it was and... something like like functionality wasn't even in there. Hmm. I mean, if it... So it wasn't like a hardware issue, it was like a software issue? I don't know. Yeah. Man, I couldn't find the fucking story. Well, we'll look into that and maybe we'll come back with more on that next week. But for now, let's talk about the 3080. Yeah. Because that's what dropped last week and i i was sitting there you know with nvidia's website up waiting for my notification to come to my email and nothing ever came Ugh. and then and they then sold found, out and then they sold out in like Ooh. three seconds because there was no verification process so people just wrote a bunch of sophisticated-ass bots, brought up, bought up all of the stock, and put them on eBay. Yeah, for uh, double to triple the price starting. Um, oh, yeah. The other portion of the fiasco is the fact that the, uh, the Amazon URL for the 3080s was... Uh, they, they had a dummy one set up. For it. So they already had the web page built and ready to accept orders. They just didn't have an active link to it. Someone found it and posted uh. it. So a bunch of purchases through Amazon. In fact, before even NVIDIA launched their pre-order system, Amazon's pre-orders were already taken. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a fiasco and a half, and it's not even all Nvidia's fault. But yeah, it's it, yeah, I mean, it's one I, of those clusters where it's like I'm not going to get this until next year. There, there's yeah. no way. And the Nvidia has come out with their you know Nvidia Evga, like all the graphics card manufacturers have come out. It's like hey, we're reviewing the orders like manually, 
try to figure out which ones are legitimate and which ones are scalpers. Yeah, probably the ones trying to buy more than one. I yeah. mean... You can't SLI them. Yeah, you're right. Well, I, I'm just saying that it's probably, you know, they probably wrote a bot that bought them from, like, different IP addresses. Well, it wouldn't mm. even be IPs. It would be email addresses, e different yeah, accounts different... created. But it's yeah. all got to get mailed to the same place, right? Not necessarily. You could have a bunch of P.O. boxes set up. God, to go through all that hassle. Look, man, these some of these people are fucking nuts. You get a P.O. box for 14 bucks. You're making a profit of a thousand plus. Yep. I get that, well, but it's too too much work. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. And it's stupid and disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, I, I had think that video... rant when uh, I did my Comic-Con discussion. Yes, you did. That's like um, the bullshit behind the uh, the timed release of uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars has seen a huge rise in scalpers. <laughs> Shocking. Apparently Nintendo's shocked. <laughs> They're acting like, oh, how could anybody ever predict that, you know, creating a false scarcity would do this? That, how could how could scalpers do this? <laughs> I got thoughts on that, too. Let, let, let's keep going. Um, but yeah, I, I think NVIDIA and everybody's handling it the best they can. Like, it sucks for those yeah. of us who wanted to upgrade our cards. But I mean, they've said more coming into stock, hopefully this week. Like, they, there's rumors that they're coming back into stock this week. So, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's, uh. It's a clusterfuck, and PlayStation really didn't do much better. So, PlayStation, I, I do want to say, not all their fault. No. I mean, it's, yes, it's their not. fault, it's... but not all their fault. Uh, there was a bit of a conspiracy that started popping up that PlayStation was trying to uh, pseudo-sabotage the pre-order uh, uh system in order to uh stretch out how long people will wait so that they can meet manufacturing but it's like one of those conspiracy theories where if you think about it for like two seconds it's like that doesn't make any sense it's like that is actively insane we're talking about a company that that is not shy about liking money <laughs> they're a company no company comes out and says we don't like to make money and if they do, don't trust them. Yeah, Konami. Huh. But with Sony, they unveiled the PS5 price point and release date. Uh, $499 and $599, November 12th. For anybody who doesn't already know, we're a week late. Um, and then some, because whenever this drops. But, uh... But they were like, and we will be unveiling uh, pre-ordered details tomorrow or later or something like that. But Walmart decided, decided, hey, we, we can make money right now. And they were like, hey, guys, our pre-orders are good to go now. And so then Target and Best Buy were like, our pre-orders are good to go now. 
and everybody got real confused about what was available, what wasn't. Some places you could pre-order it, some places you couldn't. Places where you could, you know, a very slim window to get it before it's all shut down. And Sony can't necessarily say like, hey, don't sell that. And so it, it was a giant kerfuffle. Yeah. And and it was also, you know, plagued by, I mean, they're all plagued by scalper bots. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I know we say that, like, it's like, how could this happen? But no, it happens literally every fucking time. But even people who aren't just enthusiasts, people whose job it is to own uh, uh, these consoles because, you know, they work in the industry, uh, like IGN and whatnot, they, they, ha- they were hit and miss. Uh, with who was able to get one and who wasn't. And that's that's another situation. Like, Sony's reviewing it, and they're going to have more consoles available for pre-order later on. Yeah. Like, But you you may not get your console on launch day, which sucks. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, that wouldn't actually be a bad system. Like... Like, I, I was thinking about this after the whole thing because I wanted to pre-order a PS5. Yeah. I wanted one. And I thought about it. It's like, when you when you go to GameStop to pick up a console you've pre-ordered, right? The last two that I've gone to, basically what it's been, people will come in, depending on what time they come in, they get put into a group. Like, either group one, two, three... You know, and after a certain point, you switch groups and you call them in group by group. Now, mind you, everybody still leaves the store with their console that night. But I'm thinking, why not just do that for pre-orders? Like, you know, the first any pre-orders made in the first two hours, you're guaranteed to get your console on release day. Or the first half hour. The next however long until you sell out. Pretty much, yeah. And then after that, it's like, okay, you're in the group that's going to get their consoles two weeks later. See, for me, if if I had the money and I was putting the money down right now for a console that doesn't drop until November, for me personally, as long as I am playing, as long as I'm plugging in my PlayStation 5 by December 31st, I don't care when it arrives. And that and that's fine. Like that's you. There are a lot of people I like the like, peace no, of mind of knowing like I paid for this and it will come to me. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Like will it suck you won't get to enjoy your new console day 1? Yes, but at the same time it's like I'd rather know I'm going to have one than not. And Xbox I'd like handled- I'd like to know that some games will exist too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of the bugs will be worked out. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, if you get the first couple patches will be out by then. Exactly. Xboxes, because I I was watching a streamer who was, like, live pre-ordering it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, in the middle of his Halo stream. (laughs) Um, He had to wait on GameStop's website. He was in a queue and got his console. So... Microsoft and there the website did crash. I will I will say that. And a lot of websites are reporting they were out, but it seemed to be a fluke and everybody who wanted one got one. Mm-hmm. To a point, obviously. 
I'm sure if I went on right now to GameStop's website and tried to pre-order it, they'd be like, uh, no. Yeah. Like, they're gone. You fucked up. <laughs> you want an Xbox One? No, I already have one of those. I already have two of those. <laughs> Nobody wants one of those. Um, But yeah. All in all, I think out of the two, Xbox handled it way better. Yeah, but they also waited. They did. They they definitely waited. Oh man, also, shit got real fucked up, yo. Let's hold off a second. Yeah. Let's let's wait and fix some stuff so we don't. Hey, double check that web page. <laughs> who sure do we have? People... Who do we have build the pre order website this time? Oh, the guys who did Obamacare. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, um. Wait, didn't the Obamacare website cost like a couple million dollars to make? Probably. Yeah, but it, it crashed for like a month. Yeah. Government spending, folks. Government spending. But uh, we're going to take a very a short break for realsies this time. <laughs> we will be back. Yeah, we're going to be back this time. And we're going to run some promos. So, don't go Bye! Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news. And then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. Hey, everyone. It's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look, man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over. You got to go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, The Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun. It's not always politically correct. And it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. Hey, welcome back, everybody, for Realsies this time. Hope you enjoyed those promos. <laughs> Go check out those awesome friends of the show. Uh, all right. So we're just going to jump right back into it because it's time to talk specs. Is it? Okay. Or... I don't know. Light's got stuff he wants to talk about. I don't actually. I just know. want to talk about the next the next gen in in general. Now that now that both consoles have been like unveiled, and uh, we we finally know everything about it. Two months away, and we finally got a price. Something that's never happened before. Yeah, I think when PS4 launched, we had a price at E3 the year before. Also, um, with the Series S. And and the the reveal of the the cost of the next gen Xbox and all of that, um, that was actually leaked early, and then Microsoft did their thing. Apparently, yeah. they were planning on doing it, literally last week, the same exact week as Sony. And they had an entirely different uh, presentation ready to go. 
and you can actually find that online. Huh. Neat. Oh, I guess we should also mention Sony did their, obviously they did their press conference. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get much new stuff. You know, no, but it was good. Souls, it was good. It's just, We didn't get, like, much that's new. It's more Demon Souls, more uh, Spider-Man, which, I mean, Spider-Man looked bit dope. I, yeah, I, I don't need to sing Spider-Man's praises. I need my yeah, demons. Yeah, I need to souls. complain about it. Oh dear. So, Sony one, I think that their conference and their reveal, of their price, I think it was good. I I, I kind of have a problem with Microsoft, like when Microsoft unveiled the Xbox Series S. They then had their dude. Like one of their tech guys, their their version of Mark Cerny, um, uh, come out and explain the Series S and why it's not actually a down the downgrade that we thought it was. He's boring, and he gets so much into the tech details. And I realized that I found him more boring than Mark Cerny, even though Mark Cerny came to to GDC to talk about the PS5 with, like, charts and graphs. <clears throat> but, like, Microsoft has done some dumb shit. Like, they, the faster CPU and the CPU working in tandem with the new SSD, they call Xbox Velocity Architecture. And to me, that, that sounds as believable as the Emotion Engine <laughs> or Blast Processing. <clears throat> I'm sorry, and every it's time like, I hear blast processing, I still imagine like your console has a uh like a V eight in it. Oh see, every time I think of it, I just think of Keanu, like you gotta keep it above fifty. I just think my computer now has a gun. If Sonic <laughs> slows down, he'll explode. Blast processing, your <laughs> the CPU just pulls out a shotgun. Huh. keep gaming bitch <laughs> but but yeah and and it's wild because mark cerny was so boring i fell asleep during his gdc speech and yet this dude is basically like the the cool xbox guy with the giant beard is like with xbox velocity architecture he's basically saying our consoles are are equivalent for what they can process and I don't hear that at all. I still come away thinking the PS5 is stronger. In processor. I mean, obviously not in teraflops. Ah, uh, yes. The return of the teraflop. But but beyond that, so I just and and then and then Sony, so that's Xbox. That's how they figure they're gonna advertise this console. Which well, who's the the series S4? They're they're not marketing it towards the hardcore gamer. So why even waste your time with an architect telling you how the processor works when it's for casuals? Meanwhile, fucking Sony has these commercials for the PS5 where they're like, hear uh, the bullets coming, 3D audio. Uh, feel uh, fucking crazy shit. And they show things exploding out of the trigger. And it's like, oh, adaptive triggers. Like, it, it makes it's just better. I don't know. And 
it's driving me nuts that Microsoft is this bad at advertising. Um, and I, where where what I wanted to bring up with Spider Man specifically is that I think Sony gave one hell of a presentation. It, it, it's definitely E three caliber Tokyo Game Show style because it's September. It would have been TGS. Um, it was that level of hype watching that PS5 reveal. Um, and I don't think, even their best presentation, I don't think Xbox came close to something like that. Uh, but also, Sony just straight up, in this last reveal, told us, like, oh, and we've been lying to you for like a year straight now about everything. Everything you know they kept, was a lie. They kept saying that uh, they weren't going to sell at a loss. They're like, we're not going to sell at a loss. This console will not be sold uh, for less money than it takes to make it. If anything, we'll break even. And then they come out, and it's $100 cheaper than anybody could anticipate. Um, which is good. I'm glad that it's not $600 generation, but also you're kind of a liar there. Um, particularly with the digital edition, since all they did is remove a, a disk drive that doesn't save you $100. We discussed this. I won't go into it more than that. Um, but then they spent the whole year while Microsoft is like, we're going to support the Xbox One for a whole year. And everybody's like, oh, that's just going to hold games back. And Sony was like, we believe in clear generational lines. You want to play a PS5 game? It's coming out for PS5. We're not going to put PS4 games on PS5. If you want to play PS4 games, play them on PS4. You want to play PS5 games, play them on PS5. And then at this presentation, they're like, we're going to support the PS4. It has four more years of life. And uh, uh, the, the New Horizons game, um, Horizon Journey to the West or whatever, uh, and Spider-Man Miles Morales and uh, something else that's not as important as those two games. Those are coming to PS4. I mean, and they also announced their PlayStation ne Plus Next thing. That thing kind of worries me. It's weird, right? Because it's If like I have a PS4 disc games. and it's only PS4 games... So it's like Game Pass, but it's only for PS4 games. Mm-hmm. And, like, but if I have a PS4 disc and I put it in my PS5, can I play it or do I need to buy this? Do I need to pay for this service? I think you can still play it. I think that's just if you pay for the service and maybe don't have the game but have a PS5. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. They're just not being clear about it. No, they're, I mean, they literally just announced it two days ago. Or four days ago now. I don't actually know what day that... I don't know what days are anymore. We live in a vacuum of time. I yeah, mean, technically basically. it was like a week ago. Anyway. But yeah, I mean... Yeah. They're definitely underselling these consoles, but they do that with every generation. Well, I don't think that Sony's underselling it. I just think that they've been overselling it. And now they're like, oh, no, it's we're kind of doing the same. It's the same. 
<clears throat> that's meant, another. I meant that's price. An, mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then now that all the info is out, like we said this months ago. We said this when there was nothing known about consoles. When all we had was Xbox had a picture of the Series X and Sony had a picture of the PS5 controller and that's all anybody had to go on besides rumors and speculation. And us three sat on this podcast and discussed what would happen. And we were like, the PS5 is going to come out the gate king. It, it, it's obviously going to be the console itself. Um, and... Uh, we discussed like Xbox and what their future plans are and how they, they seem to have, they're playing more of a long game, but it's going to be, it's not going to be further until the genera into the generation before we start seeing any sort of momentum for Xbox. And despite the industry praising like how cheap the series S is and stuff like that, like I don't think any of that's changed. I don't think any prediction that we've made about these consoles has changed. No. no, yeah. So Sony is going to come out the gate running. And they're going to be like, "Bitch, look at me and look at what I've got and look at what I can do." Xbox mm -hmm. is going to start off slow and, you know, be like fast walking like those grandmas at the mall. Hmm. And you know he's he's going to be solid. He's going to keep his pace, and it's it's going to be the fact that. Microsoft, if they do it right, yeah. will be able to provide more. Yeah, uh, Game Pass cross compatibility and the the Xbox Game Pass and stuff like that. It's yeah. like they can provide so much more and so much more broad spectrum for customer intake than Sony can. Yeah. Game but, Pass is going to be a game changer, but it's going to take one to two years before Microsoft sees anything on this. Yeah. And I don't think that anything that either company has done so far will sway some. If you are a weirdo that is currently an Xbox fanboy, which I've seen them in the comment threads, don't. Guys, stay away from Xbox comment threads. We have I don't care what, what they're, media they're it's disgusting. on. They're disgusting. I it's, it's it, bad. Yeah. I am <clears throat> I am genuinely excited for the Xbox this generation. For the first time since the original Xbox. Because uh I have a weird thing for underdogs and so I didn't care about uh I cared more about the PS3 whenever it was dropping cuz Sony was the underdog at that point. And uh I I yeah, anyway. And I went with a Switch for this generation. But and now they're the top of the game, and I don't care about the console. I'm a weirdo, but uh, but I'm pumped about the Xbox. But but I would not call myself a fanboy. I would never do that again. Especially seeing the way that the real Xbox fans act. The true fanboys. The true fanboys don't seem to. They are not in line with what Microsoft is doing business-wise. It's like you guys. That's not how your company's thinking right now. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh but that that's the thing with any fanboy like not i guess not so much P playstation this gen but well they're pretty bad too yeah but that that's but, always what the fanboys do they're like 
they will die for their console. So yeah, for but, some but, goddamn crazy reason. I, I think. These... Well, continue. But I think that it, if you no, if I'm, you are I'm a person that has. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I, I was finishing I'm, my original I'm, thought because I went. I, with... I am used to this <laughs> on this show. No, no, go, go. <laughs> but no, for some goddamn crazy reason, these console fanboys. Like, if you even consider buying the other console, you are now, like, infected with some awful plague. Yeah. Which is you wild. You are less cause... than the Cheeto that is stuck between my right breasticle. Because, like, this generation in particular, if I, was, if I was, like, all about the PS5 first, the Xbox Series S, the, the $25 lease version, that all-access or whatever... That'd make a good secondary console. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to say I have had that thought of buying a Series S before the X for the sole reason of that shit can fit in a backpack <laughs> really fucking easy. Yeah, but are that thing is small. do they still have land capabilities? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Plus... After the last time I went to a LAN and took my Xbox One with me instead of the Xbox 360. Don't you have yeah, the VCR version? I I have both. <laughs> I have the One X and the VCR and an old 360. But I was like, no, I'm going to take my One X with me because it's smaller and a dense ass brick. Yeah. And I was like, nope, should have taken the 360 because I was unable to play on my own console. Apparently, the Xbox One does not talk well with the 360 over wireless LAN. Oh. If, you're doing if you're doing wired, it's fine. But wireless LAN, they do not speak. But, Which was damn. fucking infuriating. Anyway, finish your thought. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but even if you are a... a... If you are a hardcore Xbox One owner who's all about Xbox and you're an Xbox fanboy, which, like I said, I don't understand why you would. Cheetos. I don't think. Too. I don't think anything Sony's done about the PS5 would sway you. Actually, and if you are a PS4, if you're a PS4 owner, you don't even have to be that hardcore. You just have to know that the Xbox One didn't have any games. I don't think that Microsoft has done enough to sway you to to want an Xbox series whether it's s or x not like currently. i don't i don't think that either company has done a good job of actually selling why you want it beyond the fact that here's new console you want new console well i think so like the big ticket for sony is exclusives that is honestly sony's big ticket is what has helped yeah. them as an on international market level Microsoft's That's big why ticket, they came out saying we believe in generations and all that. Yeah, my, Microsoft's big ticket has always been the focus on the U.S. market. Microsoft yeah. has never done well overseas. Particularly so, in the East. Yeah, so they, they will continue to focus on the U.S. market. And let's be honest, the U.S. market is mostly dude bros and sports fans. So... They're gonna probably focus on their FIFA's, Madden's, and well, there's some big changes coming there that I'll be 
bringing up in a minute, but you're not wrong. And whereas, I, well, I'm, I'm kind of curious about that, but Sony has more of the variety games and their exclusives are very unique. Now, yeah. I'm not saying Halo is not unique in its own right. Well, no, but like, no, but let's be honest here. If we're going with Microsoft as they stand now, not not with you know their long-term game plan or anything, as they stand now, when you think of Sony exclusives, you think of everything, including both family-friendly games like Ratchet and Clank and shit and great single-player experiences. Boy. Something that at the beginning of this generation was considered dead and this generation is proven is far from. When you think of Microsoft, it's multiplayer only. And it is yeah. that dude bro mentality. Mul because even if you're not counting... Games. Yeah, even if you're not counting sports games, Halo. Nobody thinks of the single player for Halo. Gears of War. It's all about the multiplayer. You know? And then yeah, what no, else I'm do they have the, beyond that? I'm in the minority with that. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I, we, like you and I played at least a portion of the Gears single player. Well, yeah. Campaign. Um, but let's be honest about that. Most people, when they, they hear of an Xbox exclusive, they focus on the multiplayer. Even Microsoft focuses yeah. on the multiplayer it's like I mean, it started with 360 blowing live up yeah I'll, I'll you know apparently i'm now i now have a quota for how many times i say the word halo in an episode <laughs> <laughs> no but but when microsoft announced like they showed off the halo infinite gameplay like i went onto the forums to see what people thought mistake <laughs> uh, of course but everybody was like, where the fuck is multiplayer? What the fuck is this? Where's multiplayer? Where's exactly. multiplayer? Yeah. I'm like, guys, they they said that this wasn't a multiplayer reveal. Like, they they said that and, with and, their mouths. With and, like, they already mouths. announced they already announced that, that Halo Infinite gets its name because it's going to become the new Halo platform. It's yeah. where you buy Halo once and, you know, you get the updates over the years. Yeah, and like so, like it was already a multiplayer game. They were trying to show off the single player this time. Yeah, yeah. and that's that, and that, but that's always been the one of the key differences, I think, between Microsoft and Sony with their consoles yeah. is Sony loves their single player stuff. Yeah, they love like, their JRPGs, like Metal Gear on the PS3. Like Metal yeah. Gear was a PlayStation exclusive up until. Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. So, you, it, well, no. exactly. You you have your your. I'm sorry. The the remaster collection. Yeah. But well, yeah, but MGS two came out on the original Xbox and MGS one came out on PC. It did, but how did it sell comparatively? Primarily. Yeah, so. I mean, it's always thought as a Sony game, and and four yeah. is still an exclusive. It'll never come to anything else. Yeah, but but that's the thing is, Sony has always focused on their single player. So yeah, you know, Final Fantasy seven remake for one of its more recent ones it's like that's a hardcore single player game um but they're you know god of war they're as as said said jrpgs and single player action adventure games that is their bread and butter i mean even their multi like a lot of their multiplayer game exclusives uh although they've spread out to other consoles over the years but like the original demon souls sorry demons souls there's two s's yeah. in the middle of that um but that was single player 
in a respect mm-hmm. like you 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 had their that slight multiplayer aspect to it but the uh the core of the game was designed like single player but you get an assist yeah um and god of war heavy single yep. player game glorious single player game but the last of, of us yeah last of us yeah I mean, yeah well in in regards to the last of us and last of us part two because there's a multiplayer mode coming out for it Oh, Who still well, talks about the Last of Us multiplayer? No one. Who even remembered that Last of Us had multiplayer? No, that's a that's once. a cult thing. Yeah, I I played it once. Same with the uh, the Uncharted multiplayer yeah. that they had, but it's, it's like um. Go, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it's like Arkham Origins multiplayer. It's beloved yeah. by the ten people that play it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there and there's another big one, the Arkham games. I'm pretty sure sold probably better. On the PlayStation than the Xbox? Because they had the Joker DLC. Actually, no. That's why they had the Joker DLC. Really? Didn't know that. Uh, Arkham Knight, yeah. But Asylum and City, remember the 360 was king at the time. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's that's fair. But, but yeah, like, Sony, whenever you think single-player games, Sony generally has the leg up. Because yeah. that's their focus. Like, they want to give you the single-player experience, like, full-on, 100%. Even their Halo has kind of the opposite effect of uh, uh, Microsoft. Killzone constantly focuses on its multiplayer, uh, but all anybody ever talks about is the single-player story. Yeah. Which is why... Oh, wait, no. Shadow Shadowfall did have multiplayer. I honestly forgot. Actually, I remember playing... Uh... Killzone 3, I think it was. Killzone uh, 3's multiplayer was dope. Well, that's the thing. I played the single player with the move I... controller. Oh, oh, you motherfucker. I, I, I played the entire game with the move controller. Only reason it was viable, I played it through a projector. Oh, so nice. The buddy, I, I, was, wanted... I was living with a buddy at the time that had a projector for one of their rooms, so I just set it up there. And... I will say, slightly janky, but with a large enough screen region, it was phenomenal. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I wouldn't care. I so I have the demo for Killzone Three, and I still think it's it's actually pretty crazy that that game is built so tight that I think you can only play it on official Sony controllers. Um because i i have third parties and it doesn't work as well but uh uh it just never feels as tight but um that game just playing the demo when it released before killzone 3 actually came out sold me for years the two things i wanted more than anything were a 3d tv and a move (laughs) and the, the honestly the move wasn't terrible i mean they still use the controllers to this day that's how their vr works yeah yeah. Um, I will say, Connect was a missed opportunity for Microsoft. They came out with it yeah. too soon, I think. And they never had anything good for it once it was out. Yeah, They shouldn't have crippled it. They should Dance have sold Central? it at a loss. Dance Central was worth it. I that, loved that, that game. Yeah, but that's one game. Yeah. The move. I am, and, and, well, they, and that was the thing, Dance Central, and then it was like, oh yeah, Just Dance. Like, fuck yeah. you, Just Dance. Fuck you, in the asshole, get the hell out of here. And Just Dance is still going on. I hate it. Ubisoft still publishes them. 
Fuck that dance. And Harmonix has not made another Dance Central, yeah. God damn it. (laughs) They they did make a second one, but it wasn't as good. On on the subject of... Good. No, you go first, because I'm I'm literally changing topics with this. (laughs) Well, if you're going to the last news item, I can blend that into something that we were just talking about. But, uh... Uh, but I am genuinely upset that we won't get a third uh, generation connect. Yeah. Did they Especially finally get rid of Sony's... the move ideology? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, but, but considering that never... Sony's even got their own new eye coming out. Yeah, like Sony also has VR. I know, but Microsoft could have VR. They could just buy Facebook. They, they, could, <laughs> just, uh, they could just be uh, platform agnostic. Make it work like a PC. Yeah. yeah. That's already what they're kind of doing. That's, That's what, what they promised to do, yeah. to do, but they've never done it. Yeah. But I, I do want to cover our last news item here. Okay. Because it's a big one. It's a huge one. And this actually yeah. ties into what we were just talking about. So do you want to go you 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 rip the band-aid off i'll go into it so i know we're talking about sony has all the games right what people don't seem to remember is that microsoft is buying up a fuckload of third-party studios sony as well sony as well but not to the extent microsoft is what i do want to say seven seven bill it's kind of well yeah 7.8 i believe yeah. Yep, 7.8 billion. Just netted Microsoft their biggest third-party purchase yet. Zenimax. Zenimax and Bethesda. Which means and I'm just going to go over a brief list of games for those of you who don't know. Obviously Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Here are some other games though that are published by Bethesda. Dishonored. Uh Wolfenstein. Doom. Uh, that all new of it. game from all like all of id's library that new game from arcane studios death loop uh, yep. that's that's bethesda the playstation like, 5 exclusive death loop yeah yep <laughs> which microsoft has said they are going to still acknowledge oh i'll that get into deal. it but yeah so rage holy shit rage prey prey yep prey um God, there's one more that I can't remember off the top of my head. Quake, technically. Yeah. Yeah. If they ever make a new Quake. Evil Within. Yep. Yeah, the Evil Within. So, all of these games are now owned by Microsoft. Or the, the company that makes them is now owned by Microsoft. So, Microsoft just heard all of what everybody was saying is like you don't have any games except halo because they thought this purchase put them from having 15 studios that they bought in the past year to now having 24 so the zenimax acquisition came with nine fucking studios yeah and all for the low low sum of 7.8 billion that is an investment a sum yeah. of money that I can't even comprehend. I don't no. know what I'd do with that much money. Probably I mean, buy it's... a bunch of game studios. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, it's actually... So a few months back, I, I was talking about the rumors that uh, Microsoft was looking to buy Warner Brothers Interactive. Uh, this is actually cheaper than what they would have paid. 
but they gained a lot more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. No, actually, apparently with about, that, I'm, I'm I'm curious since they bought Bethesda, and Microsoft has kind of been fairly anal about time frames and game quality. Does that mean we're going to get an Elder Scrolls game or a Fallout <laughs> game that's not a million bugs and released on time? No. So fun because that's too much to ask. No, hang, hang on. Fun fact. actually just saw something on this today. <laughs> too no. much to ask. So with the backlash from Fallout 4, uh, Bethesda has said that for Elder Scrolls 6, they, they haven't announced any kind of gameplay reveal or time frame for release but this is the first major overhaul to the game engine since oblivion fuck wait but so we've I been playing they... the same game since oblivion pretty but... much yeah <laughs> but when they went to skyrim it was a major overhaul that's why it wasn't gamebryo anymore it was the creation engine yeah but i think that I'm was just... more of an overhaul with the the uh the world oh, yeah, the, the, world. the, the way the but world I mean, looked. It was enough of a change that they don't have to pay money to Gamebryo anymore. They can literally call it their own engine. Can we actually mm, get yeah. a Elf Scrolls game that has a user interface that doesn't look like it belongs on a Xbox or something? No. That's all on them. Actually, it looks like uh, it's meant for a computer. No. no. What I was going to say, though... <laughs> without the was... community having to fix everything? No. <laughs> I'll tell you why no. It's because if you look at it, they've also announced Bethesda said we are going to still be publishing our games as Bethesda. They're not getting tied into Xbox Game Studios. So that should answer any of your questions of will this fix anything? Nope. <laughs> so, but Bethesda has gotten way too comfortable in just relying on its modding community. Microsoft has come out and said that they will be basically honoring, like they're honoring obviously the Deathloop deal, right? Yeah. But for future games, for coming to other consoles, it's going to be a case-by-case -case basis. Which is smart, and it's what they're going to do, but let's be honest. Elder Scrolls is not going to become Console a game that's not sold. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, God, it's no. too much of a moneymaker in general. It's, it's like, yeah, it's just like when Normal they bought Moyet. Yeah. Nor will Fallout. Nor will a lot of games. I, yeah. I think um, it's, go it's going to end up being something similar to what uh, Sony had going with Destiny for the longest time. Where yeah. there's timed exclusive. Like, every yeah, they time might Destiny do timed came exclusives. out, it's like, oh yeah, here's this extra dungeon, this extra raid, this extra content. It's exclusive to Sony. But they don't have to even do that. I'll right, get into that in I, one I second. Think, what I, I want... think they will, just for amicability, amicability sure within will... the communities. Yeah. yeah, And I'm sure that there will be some games, but obviously they're not going to turn everything into exclusives because Microsoft's entire strategy, if they're playing it right, even if they're marketing it wrong, if they're playing it right, and they seem to be, it's to make themselves the good guy to consumers. Yeah, which is I why think that they have been... the whole Game Pass thing anyway. And so... Yeah, that, that's where I think it comes into play. But one thing I do want to say is, so as far as uh, Microsoft's image of exclusives being multiplayer only and not single player, they now technically own the Western RPG. They have In Exile Entertainment. They have uh, Bethesda. 
they have Obsidian, there's a chance that we might see a new Vegas 2 or whatever that could be. That's what everybody's hoping for. Yeah. There's so I I personally I think that we're doing good enough with uh Obsidian just doing their own thing now. But, but um but yeah, Microsoft owns every maker. They have Wasteland, Fallout. They have every western RPG. And so we're going to well, be seeing some single player games from them. Um the other thing is, is the reason yeah, the reason why they don't have to make all the games exclusive like everybody suddenly feared for some reason because the internet's dumb i guess but i haven't even heard this from a lot of industry people either because not everybody sees what their long game is game pass if you have a game come out games are getting price hiked sony confirmed that at their uh press conference games are going to bump up to 70 dollars and the reason I was going to bring up the price hike it, to you guys is because I feel like that's an easier pill to swallow if they're not going to also still keep releasing broken games. <laughs> Good luck. You know, I'll pay the extra money if I get a full game. But whenever these games come out and it's like every first party Microsoft game comes to Game Pass. And it's like, hey... You could be paying, you know, 15 bucks a month and have access to all these games. Or you could pay 70 bucks a pop. Like, unless you're a person who only buys two games a year, you might want to buy the Xbox console. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I mean, we called that months ago. Game Pass is going to be their moneymaker. Yeah, I mean, Game Pass is... It's the slow nickel versus the fast quarter. Yeah. Yeah, Game Pass is the best thing Microsoft has done in fucking years. It's the smartest move. Now, can they market it right? They're doing fine so far. Well, I think Game Pass is working because of its value and because of word of mouth more than what Microsoft is doing for it. Yeah, Microsoft themselves have not done much for game pass because when you talk to people about game pass most people don't actually fully comprehend it yeah but when you talk to someone that has game pass yes and they describe it those people do that have it and talk to their friends about it that's the point where they're like shit you get all that with game pass yeah like you get a lot of shit with game pass and then it's the case of well fuck I need to get on that. Microsoft themselves have not pushed it. I I actually yeah. know people I've talked to where they ask me because they're th- like they they're talking to me about you know the the upcoming consoles and I'll mention Game Pass to them and they know nothing about it and I ex- like I've explained it to them and they're like wait 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 you get all that just by having Game Pass it's like yes for. And then you know it's for fourteen ninety nine a month. It's like oh, the cost what, of what? three games a year, right? Yeah. I mean, half the time when you when I talk to people, I was like, "What is it? Like a hundred dollars?" I'm like, "No, no." It's like the price of live plus. If a you have an Xbox, burger. yeah. If you have an Xbox only, and you're just one of those console players, it's ten dollars. Yep. 
Same thing if you just want it on PC. It's $10. Yep. But if you if you get the ultimate version, which I, you'd be dumb not to, because that comes with everything. Yeah, you get yep. Xbox Live full access to Game Pass for all platforms. And, and, and $14.99. And, and don't forget, if you have the ultimate version, you also get access to some of the ultimate games. That's how we got access to Ultimate Gears 5. Yeah. Not to mention, you also have... Uh, the free games that come uh, every month with Xbox Live. You have Xbox game streaming, which you could play your Xbox games on your fucking phone away from your house. And EA Play's coming to it. And now all the Bethesda games are coming to it. Yep. Yep. Like, it's a deal and a half. So, as somebody who plays on PC, mainly, like, looking at Game Pass and, like, because I pay for the Ultimate... Mm-hmm. I'm just full disclosure. I do both me and control pay for this service. Yep. hundred percent. Like I have, but no I think we've, we've established, especially like with that. control that neither one of you are like fanboys. So if you're buying the no. service, talking it up, we're talking it up because you have it, you know, it rocks. I'm, I'm talking it up because I have gotten to play so many games that, you know what? With I probably wouldn't I'm have do- bought it. Yeah, with what yeah. I'm doing with my life, I can't afford to buy all these games, and this gives me the opportunity, like, I can just play this until until they remove it, and that might be a problem to address farther down the line. Well, and it's yeah. not even, like, it's not even Microsoft-exclusive games. Like, I, I just pulled up my Game Pass right now. I have Ape Out, Wasteland 3, Star oh, shit, Renegades. Yeah, Star Renegades, Grounded. Um, my Minecraft Legends Minecraft. obviously would be on there. Uh, Carrion, which is this weird little—you're a little flesh monster that eats a bunch of other people. You are the monster of a horror game in that game. It's pretty interesting. Check it out. And Death's Gambit, which is a Metroidvania Dark Souls like mishmash. Mm. And like these were all just games. That I was like, yeah, this is included in Game Pass. Go ahead and play it. I was yeah. like. I'm, I'm sorry. I've never even heard of this game. Yeah. Tell me more. You've got both the Microsoft exclusives and the little shits that, you know, you may not have bought, but might be interested in checking out. Now you can. Yeah. And developers, tons of developers have come out and said the Game Pass has been great for them. Yep. And that's the yeah. thing. Like, if it, if it ever go like, when a game is getting pulled from Game Pass, so it's like, okay, you're not going to have access to this for free anymore. Because they do that. They do go in rotation for some of yeah, the titles. Yeah, like how Netflix does. But it gives you a heads up about it. It says, hey, this game is no longer going to be on Game Pass on this date. And it's going to keep putting a reminder. Like when you load up Game Pass, it puts the reminder there. And it's like, you can buy it now at a discount to keep to keep. Huh. Well, that I mean, that that is the other thing. Any of these games that come to Game Pass... You also, it's like paying for EA Play. You get a discount on the store if yeah. you want to buy it. Uh, I think it's 20% discount. And go figure, I actually just loaded it up and it was like, oh, hey, Dishonored 2 is about to go off of Game Pass. So you could buy Dishonored 2 20% off with the Game Pass and hmm. keep it forever. Uh, actually, one I'm at, go figure. I'm kind of sad I missed out on this, but Jesus Christ, it's 110 gigabytes. Uh, Dirt Rally Two was apparently Ooh. free on Game Pass for a bit. 
Uh, it's still free until the well, first. yes, yeah, it's it's got what eight days left, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's the thing. It's like these are these are major games that are on here for free for a period of time before they get yanked. But it's like, well, free quotes. Well, but that's the thing. For the amount of time that they're generally on there, yeah, you can play and beat it, like and just then, blast through it, no problem, and still have time to spare. And chances Wait. are they're never gonna take their like exclusive. Like you're you're never gonna see Gears of War leave game. Pass no, the first party Halo games are gonna Sunset. be on there. Yeah, those are always gonna be there. Yep. Um, Hell, I still have to. It was game actually Pass. Uh, <laughs> Game Pass was how my brother got to replay through Fable. Yep. Um. I, I want to my last thing on on this uh, on Game Pass and then I'm that's it for me tonight. Um, no, that's fine. This is this will just be the last thing in general. Is uh, speaking of the value that it presents and and how how they're definitely not capitalizing on it correctly is that if you're broke this Christmas and are going to buy a console for your kids, you figure Game this Game is Pass. fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, get Game Pass. $15 a month, add an extra $10 to that, $25, you get a next-gen console, you get Game Pass, Xbox Live, EA Access, all the future titles. Yeah. Yeah. Or a little bit less than that if you want to go with the Series S. Well, that is the Series S. It's $35. Yeah. For, oh, uh, is it 35 for the X? Yeah. Left. Which, I mean, and okay, also, 10 bucks more. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And also, it, but if you're a parent and you don't own a 4K TV, like, I don't know. If you if you have internet, the Series S is great. My biggest rant is, is I think the Series S should have a disc tray. But um, I know that that defeats the purpose, but if it had a disc drive, I'd consider it more. Um, but, uh... uh yeah, whatever. That's it. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Let's be honest. It started off as a little bit of a weird episode because we came back from break. They're all weird. But you know what? Episodes. You, you got a nice. You got a nice episode last week where we just bullshitted about uh, what we what we were playing and stuff like that. And then this week you got the big old mother load of news. But I have so many weird games to talk about that I played. We'll talk about yeah, them next but week. that's just gonna lead to me asking you dumb questions nobody cares about except for me. And then what we'll be you mean like fun with ragdolls? And... I will say that I did get my homework done this week. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. I guess that gives me a chance to and play yay. Generation Zero. Hold on, everybody, round of applause for Twilight doing her homework. Yay! Yay! <laughs> But anyway, thank you all for listening. I, I'm i not going to apologize for our 20-minute shill for Game Pass. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's worth it. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's... Plus, it's that was our point, related. is that it's it's only word of mouth that it seems to be getting around with. Yeah. Yep. So, Microsoft, if if you somehow listen to this... Pay me money. <laughs> <laughs> well, get your shit together and hit us up. We'll We'll help you with the marketing. We're oh man, we can handle your marketing. Neither of you are very good at marketing in the first place. Hire Nintendo to do your marketing. Everybody Neither gives them. Neither of you are very good at marketing in the first place. 
But anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, go check out the stuff that we do on the internet. Our deeps are down. below. Yep. And uh, take care and have a good night. Or day. Whenever you happen to listen to this. Have a good thing. Yeah. You know, just have a good one. Yeah. Deuces. <laughs>